0: What's up everybody? It's the Discord Sailor here. Just wanted to give a quick shout out to today's sponsor, Rowdy Sailors. It's a lifestyle brand for the Rowdy Sailor and all of us. It's also active duty owned and operated. They're putting out some cool stuff from t-shirts, flags, hats, tumblers, even stickers. Make sure you go check them out. Their Instagram handle is at rowdy underscore sailors and go support one of your own. Make sure you tell them the Discord Sailor sent you and start living that Rowdy lifestyle. <laughs>
1: The views expressed on the Disgruntled Sailor podcast are exclusively our own and do not necessarily reflect the views of any member nor the view of the United States Coast Guard. Furthermore, the podcast does not have any association with nor endorsement from the Coast Guard. We're just two individuals who happen to be in the military, expressing our own personal views and opinions. So sit back, relax, crack a cold beer, unless you're underway, then next watch motherfucker. (laughs)
0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Discord Sailor Pa Hat. <laughs> podcast. Fuck, <laughs> we're doing it! All right, yeah, we're doing it. Uh, we got my co-host, Mister Miami, right what's here. What's up,
2: everybody? And we, we have
0: a special guest. Uh, it's a uh, Big J. I guess what's that's up, the official up, nickname up? we went with.
1: So, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's too hard. So, you know, we did our first remote
2: podcast oh, yesterday. And instead of just figuring out all the kinks, we just went ahead and the next episode got a guest because yeah, just full sin, just fucking go full send. We're gonna do it. I need glue so yeah, you don't need any glue. I need glue you don't need glue. any glue. Give me the glue. Me Mom okay,
0: bro. The I left the <laughs> don't play the piano
1: in there last time. <laughs> I know. Bro. God, that shit was hilarious. I just listened to it like thirty <laughs> minutes ago. All right, so. This episode, I know we've been talking about it for a while.
2: And And people have been requesting it for a while. So I wanted to try to do this episode earlier in the day because if I got too drunk, I would just berate the people that we're going to talk about. So we just told Big J what we're going to do. We are doing the Chief versus the E7 episode right now. Um,
0: Yeah, I mean, like, what's the, the difference between a Chief and an E7?
2: Versus means different. Okay, whatever. Against, whatever.
1: Trying to get comfortable here in the house That's where all, all right. the magic happened.
2: All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to point out that, like, we're, we're in a three way chat right now, right? Mine says <laughs> Miss Miami. Yours says that it's Colonel Sailor. And yours, Big J, says porn computer. Yeah,
0: it's like straight up porn <laughs> computer. Did you get, did you type that name in? Or so did I- it?
1: I wish it auto-populated, man. Uh, so, short story: this used to be my computer, and then I left for the Coast Guard, you know, eleven twelve years ago. So I gave it to my parents. Little do they know how much porn was actually used on this computer. But they put a uh, door the Explorer uh, Band Aid over the camera because they were superstitious. They didn't want to get zucked. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: <laughs> my my father in law puts a. Uh... Uh, a post-it note over his camera so nobody can see him and i'm like you can tell when your fucking camera's on man
2: hey look, listen the fbi the, has their ways man the, the the u.s government has my blood my spit my semen my stool they have every part of me my social security number my address what do i care what they what? see why did they have your semen uh i was trying to get my wife pregnant and it wasn't working so like i was like hey would you check my <laughs> so dudes out hospital so the hospital has it, not the government. Not like the government. Government. Well, it was a navy hospital, so that's the government. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, those have my poop. <laughs> All right, we're getting off topic. Yeah. Okay, so Big J used to be stationed with us, and he <laughs> got out of what are they? prison before we did. Prison before we did. <laughs> you know, me and you were doing our full tours, and Big J got out a little bit early, and he transferred technicalities. But you're at a land job now, which is
1: righteous, right? sure you want to come back (laughs) to be completely honest to come to i'm kind of drunk to lay it down as much as you can uh it's fantastic to go home every night but there's way too many bms trying to run the show you can't have eight bm1s trying to run a show when i'm the only one of my type you know
2: well, so. you got to remember, your chief isn't here anymore. You know, Rat Snitch is gone. You know, a lot of people are gone. You know, so
0: it's yeah. I would say, like on the ship, like the overall command climate has gotten light years better. Oh, immensely better. But the camaraderie that we had when we were all together, it's it's gone.
2: I've never had, I've never had camaraderie before or after since it was like the core group of us, you know, a year ago, not ever, not since, you know, Ratsnitch literally called me like last Thursday, it was like eight o'clock at night. He's like, Hey, just wanted to see what was going on. You know, I just wanted to keep in touch. You know, we don't really talk a lot, but you know, certain people keep in touch. So that's where we're at right now. It's just me and Fatso left now. (laughs) What well you haven't changed a bit. Yeah. I don't hey, uh, I don't know where any here's a glue
1: stick. Oh, that's chapstick. Nope, that's that's glue stick. If I could if I could go back, uh, morale, man, morale on that unit compared to the station that I'm at now, which is crazy to say, but the morale at this unit is non existent, man. That is crazy because like, the shit being used to pull was, you know, I thought that was like that's what you
2: did. And now, like you know, they, we don't do dinners yeah, anymore. Who's out here? Who's
0: out here throwing astroturf and pop up golf and pools on the flight deck? Nobody. Did you see that memory Not. I
2: shared on Facebook?
1: <laughs> <laughs> nobody. Like
0: people, people did it after we talked about it, mm-hmm. but nobody. Like, I think I mean we we might have we might have invented it.
2: Yeah,
1: we're uh what's what the fuck? I got talking? I got yelled at more by. My XPO, who's at E seven, about playing old dirty bastards. Ooh, baby, I like it raw. Then I did by a commander. Ooh, baby, I like it raw. Ooh, baby, I like it raw.
2: <laughs> the new, the new, your chief is a fucking dickhead. He is, he is. just awful. And if you, if it's not like choir music or like John Wayne, it's not John Wayne. Is John Wayne the singer? Who am I thinking of? It could be.
0: Uh He was a uh, not Johnny Cash. There you go. <laughs> wow, that's our
2: two different people. I've been drinking, so let me be. All right. Anyway, we're way off yeah. Topic, okay. Boys. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 What we're gonna go over first? We're gonna do the chief. The difference between the chief and E seven. So the first thing we have printed off is the credibility of a chief versus an E seven. All right. This is from the Goat Locker. Right. Yeah. All right. So I'm just gonna read these real quick, and that is. This is what, you know, is supposed to be the, the, the baseline, the, you know, this is what it should be at a minimum. And I'm going to read those. There's only eight of them. I'm going to read those. And then we're going to go into what me, Big J, and Fatso think, right? All right. So the chief is always a part of the answer. The E7 is part of the problem. The chief always has a program. The E7 has an excuse. The chief says, let me do it for you. The E7 says, that's not my job. The chief sees an answer for every problem. The E7 sees a problem for every answer. The chief has a green near every sand trap. The E7 sees a sand trap near every green. A chief says, it may be difficult, but it's possible. The E7 says, it may be possible, but it's too difficult. The chief works harder than an E7 and has more time. The E7 is always too busy to do what is necessary. The E the Chief makes commitments. The E7 makes promises. So with that being said, like we always do, I have a couple things written down here. Um, yeah, so what what do you got? So of course this is also this is based on the current ship that I'm on, the current Chief's mess that I have I've had on my ship right now, the previous Chief's mess, and Chiefs that I've interacted in my 15 years. All right. So this is I'm going to say that a little caveat. Personally, I'm not physically attacking any single quote chief slash E7, regardless of where you are and your status of becoming a chief. This is just my perception of you know E7 versus a chief, and what you know as a lower enlisted person, I think a chief should be. Everybody agree? Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I I don't feel like we're attacking anybody. I just think we're we're giving our personal views and opinions, like it's listed in the disclaimer.
2: When I want to. Get at you personally. I will say your fucking name. So, <laughs>
0: yeah, we like to burn our bridges while we're standing on them. So people know <laughs> so we're right? know we're
2: yeah. yeah. All right, right. So the first but... one that I have written down is leadership. Not not lead from the chief's mess. I mean, like not led. Like there's, like no, no. Fuck. Okay. So I'm saying no, don't lead from the chief's mess. You guys know what I'm saying by that. Yeah. So we've had Chiefs, you know, previous Chiefs mess and this Chiefs mess that literally stay in the Chiefs mess 24-7 unless it's mealtime or unless it's time for their watch, if they even stand a watch.
0: Yeah, I've seen those.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. A Chief, I think personally, and you guys should chime in because I feel like I'm talking a lot. Ugh. Excuse me. Sorry, Mom. My mom's going to be complaining that I burped too much. I, I can't help it.
0: You should listen to Sandy.
2: She's so, a wonderful person. You've never even met her. How do you know she's nice? I talked to her on the phone. So I think a chief should be out and involved with his crew. So on our ship, we have you know two of the same rate, two of the same rate. We got – and then the rest are specialty rates. Like they're, they're the only chief of that rate in there. On some of them, you have chiefs that are always involved with what their crews doing, their team, their department, division, whatever. They're always with them. They're like – we're gonna do this. We're doing that. They're showing the thirds, the seconds, the first. You know how to take care of their shit. But then on the other side, you have chiefs that are, you know, that was Romo. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> I, thought, I thought one of you just fucking farted. Uh, and then you have the opposing side where you have a chief that just goes. He'll text you a work list from the from the Chiefs mess or email you a work list and go. This is what we need done. You know.
0: Yeah. No, I think you definitely need to be like if you distance yourself from th- the crew is is one thing, but especially like your shop, like your subordinate people you're in charge of, if you're never around, like nobody's going to like care about you at all. Like I feel like you need to be there in the shit with your people.
2: Well, there's a line oh, be- yeah. there's a line between giving your guys enough rope to hang themselves and, you know, you know, with my subordinates I go, this is what I need done between Monday and Wednesday. And I see what they get done, you know, and if they can do that and they get it done, then I go, okay, what do you want to do now? If not, then I know I need to micromanage. So there needs, there needs to be a precedent first, you know, like I know Big J, your guy used to hang out in the Chiefs mess a lot unless it was absolutely necessary for him to come out.
1: So with Big Poppy, so Big Poppy, I know he listens. Yeah, I love but, you. With that being said, <laughs> I love him. Like yeah, he's one
2: of my favorite guys.
1: He he has been one of my my greatest supervisors I've had and without question one of the best chiefs that I had. But when we first when we first met and when we first got together, he he laid down the rule that he was taught differently than I was taught. So the way that he was taught as a chief, or going into being a chief in training, I hate that shit. That's the worst term in the world. Uh was that his chief would be in the chief's mess and he would handle it. At an E6 level, going into a Chief's level. And if he needed his Chief, he would go into the mess and get him.
2: I was also taught that as a young E4. You know, the Chief is not there to do the job, the Chief is there to throw anchors around when needed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I think one of the, yeah, but at, but at the
0: same time, you can't do that with your people until you fill them out for a little bit. Like that's, I feel like that could set somebody up to fail.
2: Well, I think in like you, hard. your particular case uh, with your Chief, he knew where, what you, you know, he knew you were, you were the guy, you know, you, you got the shit done, you know, especially with the people that you fucking had, you know, he knew you were getting it done, you know? So like he knew you were doing it. So he didn't have to come out of the chief's mess. I think that's, that's the other, that's the other side of the coin what I was trying to say.
1: Yeah. And the other problem was, is I took too much pride into myself to even go in there and be like, Hey, Poppy, I need you. So I would just implode and y'all would see the implosion happen very quickly. Yeah, it was uh,
2: yeah. fun sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> yeah, no,
0: it's a, <laughs> There's definitely a fine line though. Like there were times when I saw him come out and help.
1: Oh yeah. Without question.
0: Like, and if you really needed it, like he he was willing to help if you really like if you really asked. You know what I mean? Like
1: he wouldn't make you feel guilty about asking for help but you always felt guilty about asking for help. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. Cause you weren't sure if his butt cheeks were going to like, the imprint was going to leave the seat when he left the mess. But Mm. that seat was, (laughs) I can't wait till he DMs me. I was like, you guys talking about my butt. It's a beautiful
2: ass. It's a big old butt. It's, it's kind of like asking your daddy or grandfather for help on something that they're, that's like so like trivial to them. That's so easy. And then you go in there and go, I need a hand and they're like, and like you're waiting for the you know
0: especially like <laughs> if it's something like if it's something super simple and you just forgot because you were your mind's elsewhere mm-hmm. and then he comes out and it's like you fucking idiot here you know what I mean and you're like oh fuck that was yeah. that simple
2: yeah um sorry I was making a note he's um, drawing dicks yeah I wrote down race <laughs> it'll come up it'll it's you'll see okay uh, okay yeah so um any anything uh, um we were talking about leading from the cheese mess i think we covered that pretty pretty good right like be involved but you know teach your guys what to do would also let them run their shots because especially like like none of us are i'm not going to say that but like BOSA mates let's use them or mks right Every BM or MK, whether the third or second, is going to be in an LPO or an EPO scenario eventually if they stay in long enough. So you have to give some of the thirds and some of the seconds, like, run your program, figure it out, you know? And if they shit the bed, you, you teach them. If they don't shit the bed, then you're like, look what I did as a leader. I taught this. I, sh- I made this guy do this. So I think that's kind of what we're talking about on leading from the Chiefs mess.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, there's there's definitely a fine line that you have to walk, and as a leader, you have to know when you need to step in and give guidance, and when you need to take a step back and let your people fail to help them
2: grow.
1: Concur. And I will say, Big Poppy almost every single time, without question, took every bit of blame, and that was something that made him a chief to me. Was if I made a huge mistake, he made the mistake; I never made it.
0: Yeah, no that that's true.
2: A chief,
1: so, so a chief of a division is
2: is the guy, you know, he's the top. So like, like in my Mm -hmm. shop with the people that I have in there recently, shit got fucked up. You know, first thing I said was that was my fault. Like, well, we got to do this. We got to do this. I go, that was my fault. You know, I'm not comparing myself to a chief, but you know, if you're the LPO or a chief of your division or department or whatever you are, that's your department, whatever your guys do is a reflection of you. And I think that speaks a lot for your, you know, your predecessor there, big J is you know he was such a character but he always had your back no matter what
1: i was scared of that big motherfucker yeah that's a big bitch no you just i was afraid that he was gonna like lay on me in my rack at night both of you couldn't fit in that rack i'm I'm almost more afraid afraid of your mustache coming off your face and choking me in my sleep that was a big nightmare i had
0: i just got a beer out of my
1: yeah Yeah, we did. I had to go
0: get a beer. I just got a beer out of my cooler, and I was trying to like pass my microphone from hand to hand so it wouldn't (laughs) be loud. It was so difficult.
2: (laughs) All right. I think we should do the next one um, because this one's going to be – it's going to touch a lot of the chiefs that we know on our ship, the ones that have left. So we need to talk about frocked chiefs and acting like a chief before you're a chief. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, like my mom and Rhonda and a couple other people listen, what a frock chief is. So the three of, the three of us are E sixes, right? Let's say we're above the cut for chief, and we're transferred to another unit. In order to, you know, convey an atmosphere of compliance, you know, they make you a, a so called quote chief, which is called frocking. They give you the anchors, call you a chief, then you report to your new unit. That way, everyone there just thinks you're a chief. Because if you go there as an E six. And then you advance the chief, everyone's going to picture you as an E6, and they're not going to give you the same respect and, you know, that blah, 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 that people give a shit about. Right. So our platform has a lot of boot chiefs, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like think,
2: the, the current chief's mess. Yes. Well, the last chief's mess, whether we like them or not, they were, most of them were boot chiefs as well, with the exception of like one of them. With, a couple. Yeah. With the, like, the last chief's mess like when the three of us were there together was, I think there was only one person that had been a chief for a while. And with this, regardless of whether you're
0: boot or whether you're
2: senior, it's all about
0: how you carry yourself and, and what you can bring to the table. It's not, it's how you
2: act. I agree. Like when I first got here, uh, the two chiefs that I interacted with a lot were the BMCs. Um, And, uh, you know, I didn't know until like after being there six months that they weren't seasoned chiefs. I had no idea. Until, like, they were like, yep, we got, we're at a port call in Key West and we're going to a CCTI. And I was like, well, you guys aren't even, like, actual chiefs? They're like, nope. And I think that speaks volumes to <clears throat> the chiefs that we have on board now, you know. Um, and, like, I, I just in the past couple of patrols I've seen where I'm in an E7 and I've been doing this for this amount of years. I'm not doing that. That is leaps and bounds. Apart from what we used to see with the Chiefs' mess that was here when I got here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when I got here, the the, the Chiefs' mess was like what I thought Chiefs were. Even though they were boot Chiefs, they were what I thought Chiefs should have been. They were something subject- solid. They were subject matter experts and like in their field. Like the Nav Chief was fucking. You know, I know he's listening, but like. How do you call someone a nerd without calling him a nerd? You know? I mean, he's a nerd, but he's a cool dude. Yeah, like, yeah. That's like, you know, uh, he was the best nad chief I think I've ever seen. Yeah, you like know? when I couldn't find something in a manual, that motherfucker could find it. I texted him off the cuff asking about something called I had in Drydock, like Hey, I'm trying to find out something called a boot top. I don't know what that is. The contractor said, we're doing a boot top. He goes, oh, yes. This this, this, gold in this manual. It's in this manual. I was like, oh, damn. You know, this dude got off on Cell Nav, which is Celestial Navigation, which was fucking rad. People that had just graduated in the academy, you know, who took Cell Nav can't do what he does. And then the other BMC was what I expected a BMC to be, like, tattooed, mildly angry all the time, but, like... Mildly angry? I mean, I'm fairly angry all the time, too, but, like... (laughs) You know, we'll get into. The- but you knew what you knew what you were getting with him. Correct. Like,
0: like he was the guy you went to, like like a, the NAV BMC. Like mm-hmm. when you needed something in a manual, you couldn't find it. You needed to know how to do this or how to do that. He could he could guide you in that direction. When you needed somebody yelled at, you went to this motherfucker.
2: Yeah. So like, oh yeah. When I I, I I've done it multiple times. Like when I I get wound up really easy. But like I don't like change. Like we're doing it this way from now on, and I'm like, and I fucking get go, right? and I go up to I go up to you know the nav BMC, and I'm like, he'll just let me run my mouth for thirty minutes complaining about shit, you know. He'll let me get every single word out, and they'll be like, okay, you're done. I'm like, I guess he's like, okay, you know, <laughs> <laughs> here's what we're doing and why, and then he'll explain it to me, and he's analytical and you know help me on on that front. And then sometimes I just wanted to motherfucker yell at. So I went to the deck BMC and I'm like, guess what this motherfucker did? He's like, I'm not going to stand for that either. Let's go get him." And then we go out there and then we fucking yell at people. And, you know, you, a chief's mess shouldn't be one – a chief shouldn't be one particular – shouldn't be, let's say, how do you say it? No,
0: that? it should be super diverse. That's super what you, diverse. Need. you need. You need diverse mindsets in there to have a well-rounded chief's mess.
2: Yes, and that, that I think that was one of my points, like acting like a chief before you were an actual chief because – you know the two nav VMCs, the, the, the CSC, the EMC, you know, the especially the fucking MKC that we had. You know, the they were all oh, Mr. Look at my socks, Mr. Look at my socks. <laughs> you know, each of them had their own positives and each one had their negatives. And we could go in there, you know, especially as you know, junior E6s that some of us were at the time, and you could bounce off ideas off the entire Chiefs mess and you're gonna get you know, not different answers. And each one of them is going to have a way to help you. You know that's what I think a Chiefs mess is. You got a loud mouth, you got an analytical guy, you got the you know the articulate guy, you got a guy that's just there to fucking so he doesn't get fired. You got the guy there like it's the party. Each of them is going to give you the guy who
0: so I'm just here so I don't get fired. That's the Marshawn Lynch of the Chiefs mess.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But the Chiefs mess should have a well balanced, you know. I didn't feel like I could go to any of the chiefs, regardless of my rate or their rate, and be like, "I have a problem." I'd be like, "What's up, man?" And regardless of rate or whoever they were, and we eventually got a lot closer. Like I got super close to the CSC, super close to the BMCs. You know, EMs Honestly, it was fucking most of them. You know,
1: but it was a good group of chiefs, man. I I never feared walking through that door, but most of the time I wouldn't even knock. It was kind of just opening, but. There was there was four of them there that I would not have washed their mugs if they asked me to, and that was, you know, the two BMCs, CSC, and probably original MKC.
0: Original. I, I, would, I would have I would have washed their mugs just so they would get mad. Well, just because and, I like to
1: fuck with people. Well, nothing beats old Nav. Nav BMC laid it down. That oh, man yes grabbed every did. mug out of that motherfucker, brought it to and the, whilst, oh, start, start, the, the want- start start over at the beginning.
2: start start over. Start, say that whole story so, from start
1: to finish. I want to call this man RC Cola because he's he's old, but he's smooth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right. That's, that's a good name. That was a good uh, name. So, no. So, uh, I forgot what it was, man. I think I walked in there, and he had just gotten tired of me cleaning up the cheese mess or some shit like that. So, he just grabbed every single chief's mug that was in that place including the guest mugs that had already been washed you know months ago and uh he walked those things to the mess deck brought them into the scullery told the mess cook to get the fuck out of the way and scrubbed every single one of those chief's mugs and ran them through the scullery and they were crystal they were beautiful
0: yeah they looked like they were brand new like fresh out the box so
1: they were racist
2: white those of you that don't know you don't wash a coffee cup on a ship. So the the old superstition is, you know, you report to a unit like June first, two thousand ten, and then you do four years there, and then you depart like June first, two thousand fourteen. You don't wash the cup in between that time, and then when you finally depart, you're then allowed to wash your cup, and all the bad things that happened, and all the bad experiences, and everything that was shitty gets washed away, and you get to start over fresh in a new unit. So that's what the big fun It's chiefs think it's some like. Like they're going to lose their fucking mystical powers if you wash their coffee cup. It's just – it's a ridiculous superstition thing.
1: I'm saying that if I ever make Chief, I'm getting an anchor tattoo that says, what are you sinking about? <laughs> and I'm really, really going to enjoy it. <laughs>
2: I almost spit this beer out. I almost my spit my beer out too. Computer. Um, but the differences between the last Chief's mess and this Chief's mess is like – they get butthurt if you don't knock and then wait for someone to say come in. It like Yuck. on on the fucking sign it says mm-hmm. knock, uncover, and then I, I don't ever get past that part. But you know, or what it say, says here stays here, whatever. And I don't know. I mean, like I've never
0: felt uncomfortable walking into the Chiefs' mess. Se- at least not since I've been a petty officer. Like when I was a non rate I was scared to death to go to the fucking mess. Well, like,
2: like so, so terrified. The last the last Chief's mess that was here New, you remember the the special relationship I had with that one non rate that just we couldn't get along. He's an OS yep. now. So the old Chief's mess knew what the fucking deal was. And they're like, he would go in there and complain about it. I'd be like, get the fuck out. We know what this guy's doing. The new Chief's mess pulled me in there. So this this non rate walked past we had a tackle on a board, walked past a tacklet and goes he, there was like six six dudes, one girl. And he just looks at her right and he goes, are you gay? And she's like, what the fuck does that supposed to mean? He's like, well, you're a girl and you're kind of butch and like you're in a it, You gay? And I was like, dude, you can't just – I mean you can, but it's very unbecoming. So like I went to the Chiefs mess. I told them because their MEC was there. I was like, hey, this dude's got a history of shit, blah, blah, blah. This is what he said. They pulled me in the Chiefs mess and said – this is borderline harassment. I was like, I'm just doing my job. They don't understand what this fucking dude's deal is. And the past history that we have. And they're all about, they're trying to be chiefs for the chiefs. Cause a lot of them haven't even gone to CPOA or CCTV yet.
0: No, but at the same time, you can't expect them to know the past history between you and another person when they just got there. When the most, however, when
2: the most seasoned E6 with the most qualifications on board, Goes to the I don't Chiefs. Don't care guys. about qualifications.
0: Yeah, quit flaunt yourself. It, it, yeah, not that great. Yeah, they go to. Yeah, your mustache is 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 not even that great. They okay? go. To,
2: I'm saying like, one of the senior E sixes goes and says, "I'm letting you know there's a problem with one of your guys." And the first thing they do is come at me as bullshit. What I'm
0: saying is, you can't expect mm-hmm. them to know the history between you. But even if say I was in their shoes, regardless of the history, it shouldn't have been said. Or if he was going to say that, he should have done it behind closed doors, not in a public setting, which he did it in. Yeah.
1: Whatever. Fuck that, dude. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> we talking about Cali, bro? Yeah, are, dude. Uh, are we on the same page? Yeah, yeah, dude. He yeah. was still
2: there? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. It's fucking total smush out here, dude. It's fucking... Get out here getting pitted. It's
1: fucking,
2: you know, shred the gnar or Whatever. <laughs> um, So the next I have is... So, we were talking about. Did we ever finish Frock Chiefs? I don't even know if we really fucking. We didn't really get into it. All right. So, my big issue with Frock Chiefs is, you know, we have a couple now and I've butted heads with almost all of them because of, you know, I don't get it. I'm I'm a delight, you know. Um, And they're doing things like, you know, when it comes to duty or watch or qualifications, it's, you know, well, I'm an E seven, I shouldn't have to do that. And I'm like, Well, you're still technically a fucking E6 motherfucker. You know, and you know, when they finally actually made chief, you know, like they're saying shit. And I'm like, You've only been a chief 30 days longer than me, you know. So stop talking to me like that. This this is this is your first C duty billet, or you know, um, this is your first time, you know, doing this sort of job. You don't know what you're talking about. I've been doing this for, you know, two fucking years. You know, Well, four years, because I already was on a prior ship. Now,
0: let's play devil's advocate a little bit. So, I'm a firm believer in rank has its privileges.
1: Absolutely. However,
0: I feel like for them, that was a bad look. Because they came in and set the tone... Uh, that said like, we're not doing this because we are this, you know, we're up here. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if they'd have been like, no, we're going to, you know, this is a standard. This is how you get from here to here. And we're going to meet all these criteria in between. I feel like that would have been a way better look for them.
2: Which on the opposing side, you had, you know, uh, two other chiefs plus one of the warrant officers, you know, who are engineers, you know, you know, they start like, Hey, I know you're a warrant officer. And you've been doing this for 25 fucking years. and they started from the bottom and hit every
0: ladder rung on the way up. Yep,
2: you start all the way at the bottom. You do every drawing. You do every single rung all the way up. And that's just the fucking way it is, you know? And other chiefs don't act like that. And it, you know, they're like- Yeah,
0: because like when you have somebody who comes in and says, and they go, yep, we're starting from the bottom. We're doing all this together. And then you have on the opposing side, somebody goes, no, we're just starting here and that's it. Yep. We're not doing all this stuff, but that's at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like the people who you ex- like as a chief, you know, you have people who look up to you, right? Yes. So, like I feel like all those people you did a disservice to because the, oh, yeah. the, they're going to sit there and go, "Why? Why is he better than me? Why did I have to start here to get the same qualification?" And, and you know that he did.
2: If if you're on uh, the opposing side of me, where it's like, well, yeah, they're you know they're chiefs. They've been doing this for a long time. You know, there's certain things that they shouldn't have to do. I totally get that. There's certain things they shouldn't have to do, but like when you like, okay, everyone knows my watch is on the bridge. There's helm, there's lookout, there's cumo, there's OD, right? That's that's who's on the bridge. When you have a chief that goes, "I'm a 17 year BMC. I'm not fucking doing helm and lookout or CUMO. and you go, "Okay, well that's not how it works." And I go, "I don't give a fuck. I'm just giving right to OD," and then literally their first qualified underway OD watch they turn to me and go how do you calculate sunrise or sunset in Stella <clears throat> which if you are a helmet lookout or CUMO, that's one of your main jobs as a quartermaster of the watch is to calculate that so if you skip those positions and then not only you have an E6 behind the QMO table then you got two non-rates out in front of you they see that you go yeah fuck you I'm not doing that and then they, and then you skip those steps, and then now you're all of a sudden qualified, but you don't know how to do the bare minimum things. I will say that every time this chief asks me when sunset, and I say when the sun goes the fuck down, I'll, he. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I get it, but that's that's my point on skipping.
0: Now was it one of those things where he knew how to do it and he was seeing if you knew? Absolutely not, because
2: I tested him. Like, okay, like and it. Even in my rate, I was basic advanced and C ups qualified before I got there. Uh, because of my rate, I have certain qualms. I still had to prove and go through certain trainings in order to get, you know, certain qualifications because I'm an E6 or so like hey, nobody gives a shit. You're you were prior qualified. Figure this shit out. You know, and I think it, it should show a lot from a chief going, you know, especially ones that don't have any C time, you know, because we get a lot of those. our platform is the you didn't get a good pick or you're a piece of shit chief or, you know, you're a new chief. That's the platform that our unit is that we get those type of people. And, uh, you know, I feel like you need to lead from the
0: front and set an example. Like if you're not down there doing the same things other people did, even though you've did them in the past, I feel like every unit you go to as a leader, you need to redo those things to show those people that you are in charge of there. You, you've been there you've done it you you can show them better ways to maneuver and how to achieve this and that
1: for sure man i i don't know if y'all even knew this man when i showed up to the big boat i was an e5 i was frocked so i tried not to i tried not to show i it's hard to say man because when i came in i tried to make my essence as e6 as quick as possible But I was still on that work ethic mode of I need to be as deep in the bullshit as possible. So if I were to make chief, you know, coming up in May or whatever, I hope to be the same person that I was coming in to the ship. I want to be balls deep in there, making non rates cry because they didn't do this before. Absolutely makes me happy.
2: You know, you you get you show up, you hit the ground running, you get into every little single thing you can, and then. You know, you operated a nine or a ten, and then you you ease back, and you let your yeah. people take it. And then, as you learn what people can good can do and what they're good at, and you realize what kind of program you have at your particular unit, you can ease back, and sit back. in the but like, just letting your people have a free for all is not not cool. Yeah, um,
0: we'll yeah, see. no, you yeah, you need to go in and set the expectation for sure. And then once once you've shown your people what the expectation is then you can sit back and let them try to meet it or exceed it and if they can't make it then you can step in and figure out ways to help them get there Um,
1: I also don't trust a chief that drinks amaretto creamer I also don't trust a chief that really drinks a lot of creamer
0: I don't either it's you know (laughs) I like my coffee black and my tea in the harbor
1: (laughs) I like my coffee like I like my women no pubic hairs (laughs) I like my coffee like
2: I like my women without some of the dude's dick in it. Um, I don't trust a chief that doesn't drink coffee. Correct.
1: Yeah, so. dude.
2: I heard a story, Big J, that you were the OD in a port call, and the old mm-hmm. chief of the boat walks up and pulls a giant beer <clears throat> out of his pocket and said, Drink it, you fucking pussy.
1: Yo, this is this is when I gained the most respect for the full mess I've ever gained Uh, if you could think about 12 year olds, you know, that just got off the bus, they went to the Explorium, they had a great time Mm -hmm. and now they're fucking around. They had too much Mountain Dew. Those dudes came back from the Chiefs, uh, (laughs) from the Chiefs mess on base and they were fucking litty titty son. So, uh, one of the Chiefs, the MKC, he was like the plane, you know, in, in Kong and, uh. My chief was like King Kong. He was just trying to talk to his family, but he, he was, was a literally King Kong, though. Yeah. He he is man. So he's trying to swap this plane away, and they are just fucking with him. So the chief of the boat comes up, he has two dosesekis in his pocket. He hands me a dosesekis, and he's just drink it, you fucking pussy. I said, I'm the OD. I can't do this, as much as I want to so i hold on to it for a while and the two non-rates that are up there i was i was looking at them and i was like yo this isn't how it's supposed to be just erase this from your memory it's okay i go back down to the mess and it sounds like these guys are beating the shit out of each other they so i walk lot. in they did do that a lot i walk in and i just place the beer on the table because i didn't really know what to do i was kind of you know awestruck and they pretty much turned into gorillas for a split second. They were like, oh, 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 and they, you know, they kind of fought over the beer. And then I got out of there as quick as possible. Um, but yeah, man, that did shit you, was crazy. So did you drink it or not? Nah, man, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I already got a DUI under my belt. I can't be playing those cards. Nobody knows your name or who you are. Nobody's going to know. No, the problem was, is I was the O.D. at the time and that shit can come back. I don't trust anything. Roger that. Um, I was listening to detail talk let's not talk about detailers man fuck I missed that episode
2: (laughs) yeah obviously Um, do you want to talk about the chief of the boat
0: I mean we're we're already this is the episode we have
2: to do it so I wrote down that the chief of the boat should have the interests of the entire crew uh, in the forefront not just their division or their department yeah, no. When to me, the command chief
0: is the voice of the people. Yes, he is the person you're supposed to be able to go to when all else fails.
2: Like I remember, Mister, look at my socks. Yep. Who? He came down and talked to us. He he looked he like he pointed at me. He's like, look at me. He goes, I have a direct line with the captain. I'll go up there right fucking now and tell him what the fucks up. By the way, Mr. Look at My Socks is what I aspire
0: to be as a chief whenever I make chief, if I'm lucky enough to do so. So
2: the new chief of the boat, who I do like a lot and I do respect and who is knowledgeable in his rate, the only quarrel that I have, and I feel like I needed to write it down because it's happened to me about three times, where I've had an issue that didn't directly affect his guys or his department, and I said – this is the problem that I have. What do you think? And I got pretty much it is what it is, man. And I'm not mm-hmm. expecting him to just like outright fix it, but I should expect a an explanation of why it is that way and how why why we changed it or you know, help me work through a problem or let me vent at least. <laughs> Or you know, or look at me and go, you know what? That's a great fucking question. I'm gonna go find out the answer to the in the chief's mess. And if that doesn't work, then I can go to the captain. See, and and I've never had that experience with him. Because you don't stand watch or really do any work, so really why would you ever have anything to complain about? <laughs> Why'd you take your shirt off? It's
0: getting hot. Were hot? <laughs> <laughs> but but like anytime I've had a problem and I went to him like and that it was like a legitimate problem, not just something I was just mad at, you know, like an actual problem. I I, I felt like he's helped me.
2: So I have three specific instances where I went and I said, this is wrong. And I think, I think this is wrong. And you know, there was a thing about the duty. There was a thing in Gitmo about when I got yelled at and I forget the fucking last one, but I know there's three. And each time I was like, Hey, what should I do? And he kind of just went, I don't know. That shit's fucking whack, right? And that's pretty much it. And that's that's aside from those three times, really. I'm glad he was my choice for the cob for the chief of the boat. No, he's definitely mine too. Definitely mine. Um, but I just I feel like because of those those three specific instances where you know how on the ship there's there's three big departments: engineering, operations, and support. Support is kind of leave on the side. And then you have ops. Yeah, and, fuck you. Yeah, well, <laughs> just because you two are fucking support. So it comes down to pretty much operations and, you know, because deck kind of, you know, by proxy falls under ops because we they do ops and engineering. And those two always butt heads. And all of my issues have always been with me being an operations department or slash deck department and engineering. And then we butt heads and I go, hey, what the fuck over? And they go deal with it, nerd. You know, well, yeah, but but playing devil's advocate again,
0: you do have the reputation that you make your problems. You you think they're bigger than other people's problems.
2: No, I I sometimes absolutely. I absolutely okay. <laughs> sometimes I do that, but regardless of the problem, it should be heard, regardless of what the perceived. You know, level of problem is it should still be perceived. It should still be heard, right? No, and did he not hear it? No, he was just like "Mm, that. Kind of fucking sucks.
1: You are fat Freddie Mercury when it comes to anything. (laughs) I'll take take that as a compliment. (laughs) Well, you got AIDS and died, so um.
2: yeah. But he was fucking.
1: He was really cool though, right? For
2: like (laughs) a couple years though. I'd rather be really cool for a couple of years than, like kind of
0: cool for like thirty. You know how mu- how much do we have left on this on this topic? Because
2: we might have to split it into two episodes. We, no, we're gonna keep going until this is done. All right, next we have. All right, just because you're a chief doesn't mean you're fucking right. That's one hundred percent correct. Okay. Yes. A lot of especially so. This is gonna irritate some people. So, deck department, right? They have those sticks with the needles on the end. Everyone knows what those are called. Yeah, yeah needle, needle guns. Okay, what do you think a needle gun is for? <laughs> needle, needle sticks.
1: <laughs> what's, what's a needle a- gun is for massaging somebody. I've never been in that department, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> no, that's
0: not even close. Uh, no, I, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I don't use them, so I can't tell you like a hundred percent what they're. I can tell you what I've seen them. What used for. What have you
2: seen them used for?
0: I've seen them used to, like, to remove, like, uh, non-skid, like, over, like, you, you hit rusty spots with it rust. you go over it split yep. that shit out. Yeah.
1: Okay. I've so, seen a hole get put in a deck on purpose so we could get the deck redone. Okay. Yeah, so
2: they're for taking metal or material up off the deck, that it, whether it be rust or filigree or salt or paint or whatever, right?
1: So yeah. Yes, Mr. 305.
2: <laughs> I don't understand that one. That's Miami's area code. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the new deck chief said needle guns are for polishing metal, not for removing rust. And so even if you talk to the other BMC, the BM1, both BM2s, the two BM3s that we have, or literally anybody else in the world, even the XO was like, what do you mean needle guns are for polishing metal? They're for removing rust. That's what they're for. And BMC's like, nope, nope. That's what they're for. That's what they're not doing it. So, you know, the non-rates in retaliation were like, fine. How do we get rid of or Like, sandpaper. They went through probably $600 worth of sandpaper in three days because they would get those little discs and they'd for 30 minutes. And then that paper's fucking destroyed. And now they're out all a bunch of money. Prime example of a chief thinking they're right just because they're the chief when you have nine to 12 people saying, I don't think that's right.
0: I mean, I'm not saying he's not right. I mean, he might be. It might be for polishing metal. We just might use it for other things. I don't know. No,
2: because there was a special the specialist that came. Remember when we got our dry duck? Oh, uh, not dry duck. We got our flight deck redone. Yeah. So the flight deck non skid has to be certified. It can't be done by the actual Coast Guard. It's going to be certified. And done by an outside company that's qualified to do that, right? Like a like a certified bonded electrician kind of shit, right?
0: Yeah, unless you're in the rare case, like with ours, when if you patch a small spot, that is allowed as long as you get
2: clearance to do it. So regardless, those yep. people were on our ship, right? I love that you have no shirt on and are eating a cheeseburger.
1: Hey, just wait till there's ketchup that drips on my, <laughs> my chest. It'll be really sexy.
2: So <laughs> those those contractors that are certified to work on flight decks by the Coast Guard, like, to certify a flight deck, we're talking to the deckies, like, why aren't you guys just using, like, needle guns? They're like, why are chief said they're for polishing metal? They're like, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. He goes, needle guns are for doing exactly that. And anyone that tells you otherwise is stupid.
0: Yeah, I mean, just because you're in an an elevated position, like, being a, a Chief, it, it doesn't mean you have all the answers.
2: Like, I, I guess, like, so, like, if it was, like, the E5 and the B and the BMC and the EBMC goes, we're doing this. And the, e- and the BM two goes, uh, I don't agree. And it's just them two. You got to go with the chief cause he's in charge. He has the rank <clears throat> and that's the way it goes. But when both thirds, both seconds, both BM ones, the other BMC, the XO all says, and the one LT all says, I don't think that's right. You should s- take a step back and go, maybe I'm not right. I don't, maybe I don't know. You know, I don't fucking know everything. I fuck up things at least once a week. You know? Yeah. Um, let's see. All right. So the last two things are kind of together. Uh, why I don't want to be a chief, and why I don't give a fuck what anybody says about it, and how this chief's mess changed my view on becoming chief. What's that noise? Right, you hit hear it. that background
1: noise? Yeah.
2: What's that noise? Wait!
1: Hey! <laughs> this house is on fire yeah
2: that was my bad sorry
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, half your house is on fucking fire and you're like I don't want to be a chief <laughs> so for the longest time
2: when I got in it was I want to be master chief or warrant or nothing and now I'm like E6 is pretty fucking neat you know <laughs> <laughs> It's, uh, it's it's all the, you know, it's not a super amount of responsibility, but I have enough where, like, when I walk down the P-Way at work, non-rates get out of my way, you know? I don't know if they do that for all E6s. No, the, just the
0: very large
1: ones. I'm not. Yeah, just the ones that are bigger <laughs> than most.
2: You're fucking
1: better than I am.
0: Yeah, they move for me, too. Yeah, because they don't get crushed. <laughs> So we're just like two fucking steamrollers
2: coming down the fucking P way. Just fast. Nah, it looks
1: like Indiana Jones when y'all come down through that fucking P-way.
2: <laughs> I like the way I look. So <laughs> the original Chiefs mess we had. I know I brought, brought it up a couple times, but the original Chief's mess was like, that's who I want to be. I want to take a little bit from each BMC. I want to take a little bit from EMC, like, you know, i will take a little bit from Nav BMC, be articulate, know where to find stuff. You know, from the deck chief, don't be afraid to yell at anybody when you know you're right and stand up for yourself. From, you know, the old command chief, you know, t- just laugh at everything. Take a little bit of grain of salt, you know. Dude's got like 12 years of sea time and is seasick as soon as the lines come over. Take everything with a fucking grain of salt, you know. And I took a little bit from each of those chiefs, chiefs and I was like, I think I, I know what I want to be as a chief. And then, you know, the, the chief's mess that we have now, I just... I don't think if that's – if you take every single chief in there, minus one who is completely neutral, you know who I'm talking about? He's the EMC. I have nothing positive or negative to say about him because I think other than saying good morning to each other, I don't think we've ever talked, not one time. (laughs) So I don't have anything negative or positive to say, just completely neutral. And what the chief of the boat is a good good guy and a good chief. He's just not my chief. So other than that, every other chief in there kind of grinds my gears. You know, and if that is, if I'm supposed to take that as my example of what Chiefs are supposed to be, I don't want to be part of your club and I'm not drinking the fucking Kool Aid. Because if it was like one or two, maybe even three, I'm like, hey, there's a bad batch everywhere. I get it. You know, and maybe I was just super lucky to have nine fucking Chiefs that were super stellar for the last Chiefs mess, which I, I assume is pretty unlucky. But if that is the expectation of what a Chief should be, I don't want to be one. And the extra $350, $400 a year in retirement is not worth me transferring a third time and going through C-C-T-I, CCTI or whatever the fuck it's called, going to CPOA and doing all the shit that they have to do. It's just not worth it to me because those people don't like – those chiefs are just beside themselves with power, authority, and anger. And I'm a pretty angry dude, and those dudes are angrier than me.
1: Well, here's here's where it comes down, man. Do you want to be – would you want to be the chief that you want to have? Because that's where it lies on me. I want to make chief, and I want to be the chief, not the E7, that they can come to, and I'm still you know, in there working my ass off. Or I have the answers. You're the kind of guy that should be in a chief's mess.
0: Yeah, you're the guy people would go to when they want somebody yelled at you're
2: literally the regulator mount up up. <laughs> uh, i just it, you know it's 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 it, i guess it was it's 50 50 you know the current chief's mess the current coast guard climate and the other half is the family side you know you see i don't i mean i under i 100 I understand the family side
0: but i don't view um, like i didn't tell you my family side yet well i mean i We've already talked offline. Yeah, but the list so already knew it.
2: The the listen. So I'm about to transfer into a dream dream job, right? Then it's a four year bill. It will put me in 19 years, right? Mm. That means I can put a one year extension in, put my retirement in 18 years. I'll never have my kids will only ever have to move one time the rest of their lives. I get them every night for five years, you know. And I know it sounds crazy, but when you don't you get to see your kids every night for three years, it gets old, you know. And is the extra four hundred dollars a month worth it to make chief? Because if I make chief, they're sending me back to a ship, almost guaranteed. You know, is going back to a ship, leaving my kids again, worth the extra four hundred dollars a month the rest of my life? That's my question. So, with with that, well, only you can answer that. Like we can't answer that. I just I just answered it for you. I said I don't want to fucking be a chief. So like between the the climate of the Coast Guard and the way chiefs act and the, the small increment of money that I'm gonna make of the difference of being a chief and then you add going away again and moving again and then moving again, it's not worth being a chief. No, I mean How like old
1: you? you're old like you're like what forty two years old.
2: It's I'm like seventy
0: eight. I'm thirty three. I think. Yeah, that mustache Dang. ages you like eighteen years.
1: Let's just say you die when you're 83. I'm giving you a really good number. That's you rounded way the hell up. I'm just hoping for the best, honestly. So you're then talking your about best like is 83? 50, 50 years of like five, that's like $25,000. That's not a lot. It isn't. But when you're a crackhead like me,
2: <laughs> you wait until I retire and you see all the drugs I'm going to do. I'm going to, if I do make it to 80 years old, I'm gonna be that old 80-year-old man, high on Coke, stealing stuff, standing in traffic. It's gonna be great. I cannot wait to be an old person. Anyway. So <laughs> your view on you not wanting to be
0: a chief, you know, family things aside, based off this one specific instance.
2: So it's not a specific instance. I've been thinking about it for about a year and a half, okay? And um if I so, like, with the like you two exception and like maybe like four other E6s that I know, I'd be like, man, I'm proud to be E6s with you and proud to be in this chief's mess. Other than that, I really haven't been impressed by a chief in a long fucking time. I say like two yeah. years, you know. And if I have to make, if I make chief and I have to go to CPOA <coughs> and CTOI and I have to stand next to nine other people that I that I CT, what is it? CCTI? It's CCTI. CCTI. Whatever That's why you'll it. never be a chief. You don't even know yeah, what you can't called. even spell. They go over it at CCTI, how to spell <laughs> it. So it's not required. I'm not required to know it right now. The point is if I have to stand up there with other nine other dudes that I don't respect, I'm not going to try it. I'm not going to want to do it. I'm just there for the money. And then if I'm just there for the money, I'm not a good chief. I'm doing the Coast Guard a disservice. So I'd rather just stay the hardworking, mediocre working, well-performing E6 that I am and could just continue and then fuck off when I'm done in 20 years. See, I I plant,
0: I want the anchor. Like, I want it bad. I'm going to go get a beer. Okay. Uh, Like, I, I really want the anchor. And I'm going to use all my experiences with bad E7s and my experiences with g- great chiefs to figure out what I want to do and what I don't
1: want to do when I'm in that position. Yeah, truth, man. You and me were both 378 sailors. Yes. So at the same unit, different, you know, different boats. Yeah. But like we were literally like sister ships. Yeah, man. And the thing about that was, is I had a fantastic senior chief, someone that I actually based my career on for the first six or seven years of my life was the way that he taught it. The other chief, on the other hand, not at all, not at all. And I took those positives from him and took the negatives from the other one. And it kind of molded me into who I wanted to be. And that's the future of the coast guard in general is, is molding and showing your members the way, you know, give them the hope to be an anchor, give them the hope to be the change they want to see in this world. You know, stupid ass shit. I used used to have that. I used to have that. My first two
2: chiefs were were like that. My first DCC and my first GMC that I met those guys that was like, that's it. That's what I'm going to be and then like i haven't seen another one of those chiefs in 12 years you know those chiefs are gone i don't think they're gone i just think they're few and far between because yeah.
0: of the way the culture has shifted in the US military
1: and all those good chiefs are getting the good billets now
0: yeah Knuck. and like like i'm not saying i want to bring back like old school chiefs because old school chiefs wouldn't make it in today's society nah it, they get like, kicked out. But I feel like there needs to be a healthy mix of the old school with the new school.
1: Yeah. Remix. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Just... Rah, rah, rah,
2: rah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, hold on. I'm having a brain fart. Uh... But there's
0: definitely a difference in an E7... And a chief, and like I don't think you need to go to CCTI and you know all this other bullshit. The CPOA Academy to be a chief. That doesn't. I think it could help you if it if you implement it correctly in your career. But I I think it's all in how you carry yourself and how you treat others. Correct.
1: That's like saying Lambs. That all of us went to Lambs. There is no way every person who went to Lambs is a leader. No, you're absolutely
0: right. Look, leaders are – in my opinion, you're either born to be a leader or you're not.
1: Or you're a pussy.
0: Yeah, or you're a fucking pussy. There it is. (laughs) We fucking said it. You heard it here first, boys. You heard it on the Discord on Sailor Podcast. Uh, Like Now, you can uh, develop certain skills to make you be a better leader, but you're either born with those traits and characteristics or you're fucking not.
2: Yeah. Like I'm not a super good leader because I've been independent duty for almost my entire career. And the one dude that was actually my subordinate was just as big a dirtbag as me. And we got along and it was just kind of like, Hey, what do you want to do today? And you know, that was kind of it. You know.
1: But that's the thing that meshes perfectly in certain military aspects, man, is you have leaders that are already set in there. And then you have people like you or like me. I for God's sake am not a leader by any means. I'm just really good at making people feel bad for me. So I work them to death. Ugh. Ugh. all right anybody know it it mesh it meshes perfectly so you have the certain people that have that the the character traits and the aspects that that make it work you know i agree does anybody have anything else
2: e6 do or? we think
0: do we think we covered this topic like good enough i don't think we did yeah. i don't think i don't we did. i well. don't i don't think we covered it as well as we could
2: have you know what we should have done we should have had a chief on here oh we can get one. I'm
1: honored that I was on this episode, but I really wish y'all would have told me before three seconds before we got on that. <laughs> I, hey, by the way, I didn't want to. Yeah, we wanted it fresh and like a genuine response. We don't want you to think
2: about it and be like, "Well, I think this is what I'm going to say because it's PC." Here's what no, I, th- I here's what
1: I for think the listeners
0: that are, for my chief listeners that we have. There's a lot of chiefs that listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. If one of them wants to come on. And give us their definition of a chief in an E7. We'd be more than happy
2: to do that. Yeah, Listen, I've been yelled at continually every day for 15 years. I have no problem letting you yell at me for an hour and a half and telling me why my beliefs are wrong. Maybe we will even change my mind and I'll take this Maze service wide to make chief. I'd like to see yeah, like, somebody I'm, change my mind.
0: I, I don't feel like it should be a, like a yelling thing. I, I want it to be like a, an actual fucking good conversation.
2: Uh, that's what I meant. You know. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. All right, so a couple admin things we got to take care of. Um, so, have you guys seen what's going on with the a- Coast Guard Cutter ADAC?
1: No. No, please tell me.
2: Big J, you were in Bahrain, right? Yes, sir. I was supposed to go to Bahrain. Uh, I got medically disqualified
1: because of my huge dick. You were supposed to be my d-
2: Yeah. Now we have to edit that. <laughs> yeah, I got Oh, that. I'm sorry. Fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, so, the ADAC is about to get decommissioned. And uh, President Biden wants to just uh, he wants to sell it to one of the I forget which one it is Philippines maybe I think it's a Philippine Coast Guard or Navy. They want to buy it. And there's a guy okay. that's, there's a guy that started a petition petition petition, petition on um, what's it called change.org Go to change.org it's only like 1500 signatures. I think if you get over a thousand signatures, the president's required to read it. And, um, I share it on my Facebook. So you got, if you want to go find it, you can pretty much. We're trying to get the ADAC brought back to the United States because it was stateside for a while. And it was one of the only cutters in downtown Manhattan that was, um, uh, getting people out of downtown Manhattan during nine 11, they moored the ship up. were taking people on and then taking them across the river and, you know, evacuating people and it's getting ready to be decommissioned. Uh, My buddy Izzy is on it right now. And, you know, he's the one that sent me the link. Uh, Fucking uh, one of the Bridge Brothers is over there in Bahrain right now. He's, it's their sister ship. So if you get a chance, uh, if you know me personally, go to my Facebook and check it out. If not, go to change.org and type in ADAC. That's A D A K, Alpha Delta Alpha Kilo, and sign the petition. And let's get a, uh, you know, a 9 11 memorial brought back home. Um,
0: Appreciate the info, man. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. I, I'm gonna try to find that article and share it on the uh, gram. I didn't know that was going on. You know, I didn't know that was a thing.
1: Yeah, I'm a 110
2: sailor, Big J. I know you're a 110 sailor, Fatso. You've never been on a 110, but you know,
0: no. One- I mean, I've been on them. I just haven't sailed on them.
1: Yeah, when you were on it, it listed to one side
0: most <laughs> of the time. That's for that's for sure. It was it was a heavy port.
2: Uh, for those of you that haven't been on a 110, it's like a small family. Um, there's only like seventeen or eighteen of you, depending on you know, the size of your crew. Shut up, you're ruining my moment. <laughs> Hi. Uh, it's a really small crew and you guys get super close. You know, when we were on a one ten, you know, the single guys would come over for New Year's, Thanksgiving, Christmas, my wife would cook for everybody. It's it's a real small thing, it's a very intimate thing. And those of us that are on one tens, respect the one ten. So Check that out if you can't. If, not, if you know me, send me a message. I'll send you the link. Uh, next, I have – I wrote race down. Do you remember the race? Oh, shit. It's been an hour. Let's talk about it. What race? Okay. So did we talk about the boat shoe chits?
0: I could see this subject going a bunch of different ways right now in my mind.
2: <laughs> okay. So for those of you who don't know, our ship from quote, morale – you pay so many dollars, basically. So if you're E5 below, you pay $5. You get to wear boat shoe chits. If you're E6 and above, you pay $10. You get to wear boat shoes. And boat shoes are like Sperry's, you know, fuck, whatever. They're
0: loafers. Bro, is your dog dying?
2: That's, Dude. That's just how It sounds play. like there's a fucking frock in the background. Just like ribbit. He's got ribbit. a- He has a collapsed trachea. He takes like 20 milligrams of hydrocodone a day. He's doing his best, okay? <laughs> He, he. He's a Chihuahua. The weighs he weighs thirty two pounds.
0: It's just a fucking sausage.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like he
0: walks, his stomach drags the ground. Dude,
1: holy fuck! Look at that gremlin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, it, we got a new morale officer this patrol, and it took him a couple weeks to figure out what the what the skinny was. So first day underway. Me and the me Scround sailor are wearing boat shoes because we know the deal. We've been there for three years. And, uh, you know, a couple of weeks go by. And, you know, another reason, the chiefs with the XO decide that boat shoes are fucking for the communism and and angry. So you can only wear boat shoes when you're not on watch or not in any engineering spaces. So when you're in birthing, and if I'm in birthing, I'm just wearing my slippers on. So me and me and Fats will start, stop wearing them, right? So the new morale officer, who happens to be my boss, comes up to him. Well, first she comes up to me, and she's like, hey, I need your shoe chit. Oh, that race. That race. Okay, now I know where you're she going. She comes up okay. to me, and she goes, I need your $10 for the shoe chit. And I said, well, I paid Suppo. Well, actually, my wife paid Suppo at the beginning of last year through Venmo because I'm not allowed to carry cash, so she paid for the whole year. So I'm actually good for shoe chits. I already paid. I paid a while ago. And she believed that for a couple couple months until Suppo finally told her that I was lying. And then she goes up to the scuttled sailor and was like, where is your money for Boshoe chits? And they go back and forth, and they argue. And he's like, I wore bow chits until you said this is what it cost. And then the same day you said um, you can't wear them at watch stations. So I stopped wearing them.
0: Yeah, I, even though I don't stand watch underway, I quit wearing them out of spite. Mm-hmm.
2: So she goes, well, you owe us money for when you wore them. He goes, that's not how it works. He goes, I wore them before you said anything. As soon as you said something, I took them off. So you owe me money. He goes, you know what? It got super heated. He looks her right in the eye and he goes, let's go outside and fucking race. She's like, what? He goes, let's go outside and we'll have a foot race. He goes, I win. I'll pay for me and Mr. Miami's both shoes shits. Or he goes, if I lose, I'll pay for me and Mr. Miami's both shoes shits. If you lose, you pay for both of ours and then you shut up about it. And the whole mess tag is like, oh <laughs> Yeah, I just like yelled at her. and him, then it, like in front of like 20 people. Yeah, so he he's super heated at after he stops, it's like quiet for like maybe 15 seconds. She just looks at me and she goes, What'd she say? She goes, You don't want to smoke or something. She said Oh no, she's, she's like, I'm pretty sure I can smoke you. I'm pretty sure I can smoke you. Yeah. Uh,
0: but like you can't you can't force people to pay for something. That wasn't a rule after the fact. Yeah, I
1: agree. I've also never seen Fat Albert lose a race.
2: Yeah, I've never. Well, I'm me, fast as fuck, boy. Me and him <laughs> are the exact same speed.
0: Yeah, when we were drunk as fuck, we, me and, me and you ran, remember in Key West, the yes. fucking speed limit sign on base? We were super trashed, and we both hit 13 miles an hour drunk as fuck. Yep, that's like as fast as it gets.
2: Um either you imagine me sober. It might be like 13.1. <laughs> you never know. anybody got a final thought?
0: I'm sure you got like 80 of them. I you keep sending me fucking videos or,
2: or memes all day. Alright. Do you guys want to hear about the Astley paradox? <sighs> okay. Alright. So do you guys know who Rick Astley is, right? Obviously. Like okay.
1: He'll never give you up.
2: If Rick, if you ask Rick Astley for a DVD copy of the movie Up, he will not give it to you because he is never going to give you up. However, but not giving you up, even though you asked for it, he is letting you down. Therefore, the Astley Paradox.
1: Son of a fucking bitch.
0: I've actually heard that before. So, like, I'm not as surprised at it. What else you got? I know
2: you got something else I got. Well, I mean, if you think about it, a pregnant horse... Is actually faster than a regular horse because it has two horsepower.
0: (laughs) Like, even though I know that's not how horsepower works, it's still fucking hilarious.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's the most, oh God, that's the most dad kind of joke I've ever heard.
2: Okay, okay, last one. Do you think Medusa had snakes on her vagina?
1: Little pubesnakes
2: snakes. So there's hair. Down, well, there's hair down there. Wait, is wait, there? Sh- there's hair down there for most people. There's ha- there's snakes on her head. So therefore, she should have little tiny snakes down there.
0: She also doesn't have normal legs like we like
2: humans have. That depends on which movie and which book you read. If you read like, if you watch like, you know, uh, Clash of the Titans, she has like she's a snake and she has like a cloaca. So maybe there's something down there. I I mean one would uh,
0: one would have to assume, right? That if, if her hair if she has this thing for her if she has snakes for her well, hair, then that's her hair all throughout her body. Well then why don't her eyebrows have snakes? Maybe she uh goes to the you know the salon and gets them done, you know, eyebrows gotta be on fleek. Yeah.
2: I mean that's fair. Fucking murder.
0: Yeah. Fucking okay. murder.
2: Murder. <laughs> uh let's see. Oh. I have another one that I thought of. So, since your computer, your screen says porn computer, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Whatever's hmm. accurate. Whatever's on the internet is on the internet forever now, right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. It. So, let's say in 60 years, someone's looking at pornography. There's like a 75, 80% chance the pornography they're looking at, those people are in fact dead. So, pretty soon, all of the internet's going to be filled with pornography of dead people. Not all of it, just a necrophilia a of baby. It. Well, There's a section I'm, of it. I'm just saying. No, what I'm saying is so, like, a regular, regular vanilla man, woman, they film it, put it on the internet. In 80 years, mm-hmm. they're going to be dead. And then you're going to watch, if someone watches them, they're watching two dead people.
1: Yeah. I'm I mean, probably like, i like, concluding. I'm yeah, concluding like f- to those two dead people.
2: See, two different people. You're all fucking, and Big J's like, yes, I finished. But
0: it, How many porn... There's porn stars out there now that are dead that are still... They still have videos up. So that doesn't bother you at all? Are you telling me like Marilyn Monroe, for example, right? Like she posed for Playboy. She didn't do porn. Well, she posed for Playboy. You tell me you're not going to look at them titties?
2: That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the internet... That's exactly
0: what you're saying.
2: You're saying you don't want to look because they're dead. I didn't say I wasn't going to look. I said (laughs) in so many years, the internet's going to be full of dead people doing porn. That's all I'm saying.
1: Dog, I've walked into a Burger King and brushed my penis on like a door handle. And I was like, oh, okay. And I had to leave. <laughs> so you're telling me that some, some naked dead people are going
0: <laughs> nah, to. It ain't going to phase you. It ain't gonna faze I'm celebrating
1: you. their life, to be honest. Yeah, it's a celebration. What a way to look at it. Well, that's a great way to look
2: at it. Well, Big J, you got anything else? Oh, no,
1: nah, man. I have plenty of stories, but that's for a future day. So,
2: Yeah, man. If, real, if you ever want to hop on here and let us know. Yeah, real quick. I'll do so that. This, this started. We're on a video right now. So we're on a video. You started in a well-lit room with a shirt on. Now you're in a dark room. Well, I didn't even realize he turned the lights off. <laughs>
1: the, I didn't gonna... turn the lights off. The lights have been off this whole time. That's how sunset works if we go back to the you know, astrological fucking bullshit. I'm just saying. But it's hot as balls in here.
2: I, it's just weird that like – I love that you're who you are because you were clothed in the light. And then I see like drink, cheeseburger, drink, cheeseburger. Then the shirt comes off. Then the lights are off. And now we're full-blown talking to creepy people on the internet.
1: I don't know if you know this, but my pants are off. (laughs) So are mine. (laughs) All right, guys. That's about all I got. Yeah. Hey, man, it's a pleasure. Always has been. Very
2: well. All right. Keep in touch, bro. See you in the next
1: one.